Hello, and welcome back to Future Prairie Radio. I'm your host, Joni Whitworth, and this is Season 2, Episode 11, To See People, with Sam Gerke. Today I'm pleased to bring you an interview with photographer Sam Gerke. You'll notice the audio quality is not quite what it usually is, and that's because this interview was conducted remotely over shaky Wi-Fi during quarantine. Appreciate your patience as we continue to upgrade our studio. If you are able to donate to support these efforts, please consider sending us a contribution via our Venmo, at Future Prairie, on Square Cash, the cash tag is Future Prairie, or through PayPal, futureprairie at gmail.com. Sam Gerke is a photographer from Wisconsin, currently living and working in Oregon. His work has appeared in Willamette Week, The Portland Mercury, Vice, Rolling Stone, Pitchfork, and The Fader. Sam's normally a music photographer, but all of his events have been canceled because of the pandemic. After just a few days in quarantine, Sam started a neat project where he's been driving all around our county and even beyond it, photographing people from a socially safe distance, at least six feet away, and capturing them as they are in quarantine, at home with their families, in their masks, with pets and babies. He's really documenting the people behind the pandemic. He's capturing people from all walks of life, all social classes, ethnicities, and more. And his sensitive, intimate photos made me want to reach out to him and get a little bit more perspective on not only this project, but all of his photography, the work he usually does, and what he hopes to get back to when quarantine is over. I really appreciated his perspective on why he does what he does, and the inspiration behind his work, what originally got him into photography, being able to see people as they really are. Here's Sam. Hi, I'm Sam Gerke. I'm a photographer in Portland, Oregon. Everybody's interesting. I think the main leveling factor is uncertainty. As far as art goes, like a, a more collaborative form of society. Uh, hi, I'm Sam Gerke. Um, I'm a photographer working out of Portland, Oregon. I've been here working at, independently for almost five years now. Before that, I was down in Eugene uh, working as a video editor. I went to school for video and cinema three and a half or four years into working as a video editor and on productions. I kind of like lost my love for it and started moving towards still photography. Going way back, I'm originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Since moving up here and going off on my own, working independently, I have a pretty big clientele base locally and nationally. Um, and I've had my work appear in Rolling Stone, Pitchfork, Spin, The Fader, locally in Willamette Week, and The Mercury. And then I've had a few things pop up in like The New Yorker and The New York Times and um, LA Times and a few other things. But I do a lot of photography related to music, a lot of portraiture, commercial stuff for agencies, uh, lifestyle stuff, food photography, uh, anything I can do to survive and make a living. But I'd really like music and portraiture the most and 
currently I'm not doing really anything. I'm working on this uh, personal project of um, quarantine portraits, which is just uh, a way to pass the time and do something um, creatively uh, for myself, which I haven't really been able to do for the past five years. One of the reasons that I started getting into photography was doing self-portraiture to get out of that rut of being extremely self-conscious and, um, you know, problematic uh, views on on my my myself and my body. There were there were a lot of things that I did wrong with addressing my social anxiety. The time that it lasted could have been much, cut much short if I did. I will say that photography really it it is it. It, it was really good for, you know, combating that anxiety and just, just making me feel like I was, I was useful or I had something to contribute. You know, I think that, I think that it applies to a lot of like creative things. Uh, you know, I was just lucky enough to like a, a camera, something you can take with you. Having a, having that sense of, of identity and that, that you're contributing something rather than letting yourself kind of get in your own head or, or sink into your um, thoughts, or, you know, negative thoughts or what, whatever. It, it just, it, it really, it, it's a good distraction and it's translated pretty well into my regular life, I feel, because I'm a lot more social even without my camera. I started doing this personal project of quarantine portraiture probably towards the end of March. And honestly, it, w it was born out of kind of a individual need to want to get out and see people and talk to people and see friends in any way that I could. And, and also just to kind of like scratch my itch to photograph people because that's probably my favorite thing to photograph. The the way that I I kind of had the idea to do it was a lot more simple than what I think of it now. It started out with just messaging a few people that I knew that I thought would be good for it. And I did the first few over like two days and they they came out really well. And I, I actually the first one that I did was got around like 800 likes or something, which is you know, I, I think I average around 70 to like 100 or 110 normally. So that that was like really big. So I think it was it was only at that point that I was kind of like, oh, well, like maybe maybe this is something that, you know, could become something more or, you know, obviously people are, are connecting with it in some way. I, I continued on and it was a combination of reaching out to people directly that I wanted to photograph but also a lot of kind of social media um, crowdsourcing in a sense so after that it was I, I think the first two that I put out on Instagram and Facebook combined it was just like 30 or 40 people right off the bat so I would try to average four to five like every day sometimes it would be a little less but it allowed me to see people that I knew and I, I would normally see every day. It allowed me to see people that 
I hadn't seen for like five or six years and sometimes even 10 years that I'd remained friends with on social media. I kind of realized like about 10 shots in that it like this, it wasn't, it wasn't something that was only fulfilling a, a need to, you know, see other people and be social in some way. It was also kind of, it, it was a two way street for a lot of people because I, I started getting a lot of the subjects that I photographed telling me either like during photographing them or, or after the fact that, you know, I was the first person that they had seen in a really long time, or they just, it being able to talk to me a little bit made their day a lot better. So it, it started out as just something that was like self-serving in a sense, just me want of wanting to, to see people. But as it grew, it became something that was like, this is, it's good for other people. I think that the, the kind of individual way that it fulfilled my desire for socialization and, and seeing other people started to translate through the photos. And that, that's, that's why I think that so many people really connected with the series and, and continue to do so. Because even if it's not face-to-face, -face, other people get to see images of other people stuck at home. And it, it's kind of like, it, it's kind of good in a sense to know or see some like visual of others being in relatively the same boat and you know stuck at home staying at home uh with pets or or family it, it kind of grew into that and i did not expect it to but i think that's where it's at now and i I've, i'm trying to reach a hundred people for the kind of initial goal, but um, I think that it, it's gonna probably spread out more depending on how long this lasts. Yeah, so basically the idea is I go to wherever they're residing. Uh, I, I'm using a, a 70 to 200 millimeter lens, which is like a, a pretty sizable zoom lens. Um, and I, I will photograph people either in their yards, porches, windows of their apartments, front steps, uh, anywhere that creates a sense of, of distance and a sense of home or, or uh, personal space. From uh, like a technical standpoint and, and making me think more about how I'm shooting, I can usually shoot from kind of like a, a, only a certain point, give or take, and I'm stuck in that kind of plane. And then I have to think a little bit more about how I want to present it, making sure that the geometry in their house or apartment is, is all lined up, and then how I want to convey that feeling of distance along with like personal space. It's nice to, to do that for once and, and not have the freedom to just go wherever I want and get as, as close to a person or at any angle that I want when I'm photographing them. It's strange to say, but it is almost, it, it's so like humanizing being able to see other people that, um, you know, I, I would normally only see in um, a setting of, of them working or a setting of them DJing or, you know, people that I normally would see in, um, you know, at, at concerts or even performing at concerts, you know, being 
at their home and and stuck at home it, it's kind of almost like the the great equalizer it's it's humanizing and and very interesting to to see people like all kind of at their homes in their own spaces and also like from a photographer's standpoint like extremely at ease and comfortable um i think that it it makes a big difference um how subjects act in front of the camera when they're photographed in their own spaces it, it's less of like kind of an in your face this is a photo shoot and they can relax and, and be themselves and i think a lot of that comes through in the photos that i've taken um so far i'm i've done all of these for free i didn't want to have that underlying like i'm going to make money because of this and it's it's really nice to work outside of that constraint because i i feel like even subconsciously it affects my mood and my attitude towards my time also i didn't want to feel like i was profiting off of others anxiety or misfortune people have insisted on paying me for these and they've they've donated but it's it's totally like whatever they can afford and i do think that uh, you know from an from a standpoint of this being a personal project and more of a kind of art project or examination of humanity during this time i think that if you were to charge you limit your your subjects and and specifically for the what i wanted to do it's it's more like just seeing people and that's better than any monetary exchange to me it it reminded me that when i was just starting out doing this i was doing a lot of work for free and um a, a lot of work because i wanted to do the work and i wanted people to feel good about themselves when they saw a photo of themselves and be able to just like get stuff to people and get my work out there and it reminded me that 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 type of stuff it's never just because you're not making money doesn't mean it it's it's pointless um you know it always comes back in some form ultimately with this project it's like i don't i don't even want to think about money right now because that it's just a you know it's it's an added thing to think about that i have thought about incessantly for the past 5 years i will do free work and do my um personal projects um as long as i can scrape by and i think that i think that a lot of people especially in photography are, are going to have to just kind of settle for that and and buckle down and maybe think more about um what what they want to do creatively cuz i mean honestly freelancing as a photographer unless unless you're like in that like upper echelon it, it's it's a hustle and you don't you don't get the chance to think um about your creative things that bounce they're bouncing inside your minds uh, all all the time so i think that you know maybe be a shift towards more a little bit more artistry but i mean in a commercial sense probably a lot more product photography a lot more smaller shoots a lot more one-on-one -on -one shoots um 
and just probably a decline in it um, overall. I, kind of my bread and butter financially was uh, event photography. Um, yeah, there's going to be a, a real downshift in that. Um, so, um, but that, you know, that's all from a commercial sense. So I think that I like, hopefully this will, with the time that photographers aren't spending on um, working in the commercial realm, maybe this will be a catalyst for, you know, a lot more creative stuff that is coming purely from people's minds to kind of come to the forefront. In the, the, the past 20 or 30 years, photography has, has, has kind of receded into the background as a fine art because images are principally what we see in, in a commercial sense. Hopefully this, this may change that a little bit and we'll see a, a little bit more what you would think of as, as fine art or, or human-based photography coming to the forefront. My end goal is just making people feel as comfortable as possible in front of the camera. And, you know, it, and, and also working within their, their comfort zone for how long they want to talk to me. It's like, if somebody wants to talk to me for a half hour after the shoot, I'm not going to be like, hey, listen, I got to go 10 minutes in. Like, I'll, I'll basically stay for as long as you want to talk to me. And, you know, I'll leave in five minutes if, if you're like, you don't want to talk that long. Um, I, I think my, my main approach to it is to make it as unlike a photo shoot as possible. Um, because the more you kind of put that, that, those words photo shoot on the, the kind of forefront or pedestal in people's minds, you know, the less, um, the more performative they become and, and the less themselves they are. So I think that that's kind of the main thing is to just um, throw the rules out the window um, in terms of um, a photo shoot. Um, and also work, um, work within the confines of shooting from a fixed point and according to the geometry of um, the architecture of people's homes or apartment buildings. Um, I think that that once things once things are whatever like the new normal is going to be, um, I think that in in many forms of art, I think people are going to value interaction and, and socialization um, in a way that they they didn't before because everybody's kind of stuck at home what I want to do now is, is, is totally driven by my, um, it's something I, I, I want to do and I don't want to, I, I didn't want to do it because of money or, or putting money in my account. And I wanted to do it because I wanted to do it and I wanted to see people. If you'd like to see more of Sam's work or if you want to see some of the photos from this quarantine project, Go check out his Instagram at Sam Gerke Photography. That's S-A-M-G-E-H-R-K-E Photography. Or visit samgerkephotography.com. 
Future Prairie is sponsored by the City of Portland's Creative Laureate. Thank you, Suba, for your continued advocacy. And to our production assistant and sound engineer, Matt Larimer, for his help in putting this episode together. If you have any questions or feedback about this show, please feel free to reach out at futureprairie.com or message us on social media at futureprairie.